This is going to be the Sugar Baby series. Today, we're going to talk about safety, scams, and do's and don'ts when it comes to your safety. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey guys, this video is going to be a mix of audios and visuals of me talking about this topic. I just didn't get to touch on everything that I wanted to. First thing outright, if you are meeting these people online, dating apps, or even if you're meeting them at a bar at the airport, I mean, I know it's corona times, but still, you want to make sure that you're giving these people a Google phone number or a text now number. Google phone will allow you to have up to two numbers, okay? So what you're going to want to do is use those two numbers for very specific reasons. I'm going to suggest that you use the first number to give these people your information when you first meet them or if you just want to connect with them outside of the apps. And if you do have a second Google number available to you, I would go ahead and put your Instagram or any of your social media accounts linked to that number. I have done this in the past. It does work for me when it comes to trying to recover my password. I personally haven't had issues with it. It is going to make sure that these people cannot find your social media that way. If you have given these people your number or if you do already have a Google number attached to your Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, go ahead and go through your settings and make sure you disable that feature to be discovered through your phone number. Another important detail that you want to be mindful of your messages are definitely going to show up as green for these people. So if you have an iPhone, any type of like mirror pictures, or if you even drop that you have like an Apple device, they're going to think that's weird, okay? So you don't wanna let them know you're using a fake number. If it gets to that point where you have to admit it, you know, you wanna get to a place where you really trust this person. Like you've known them for months and months, maybe even years. You're going to want to be really wary with the calling system with these phone numbers because I've had experiences where I have called people with my Google phone and it showed up as an entirely different number, aka my real one. Okay, so make sure that these people are calling you. That way that does not happen to you. If anything, you just want to be very mindful about these very little details. I'm not sure how it works on text now, but that's what's happened to me with my Google phone number when it's come to trying to find people outside of restaurants or in bars and I was like oh I need to actually call them just to like get them to stand up and walk around to come find me but yeah just keep that in mind if you're corona dating and you want to be safe and do webcam type of calls or facetimes whatever there are cam features now on these apps or they even have it on snapchat or instagram so go ahead and make yourself a fake snapchat go ahead and make yourself a fake instagram that way you can do it for these purposes I personally am leaning away from Instagram and Snapchat as a whole just as an adult and somebody who doesn't use these type of fuckboy apps or these apps that don't benefit me personally. But um, some of these guys do to establish social currency and some of them just have annoying reasons for why they use it. So go ahead and try to keep the FaceTime dates on these apps if you can help it. Uh, specifically the dating apps if that's where you met them through. Part of doing this, you want to make sure that you're not like 
outright scamming people you you just don't want to be the person who's making it worse and harder for other women to do what we enjoy doing which is this life please don't tell them that you need money for tires and that you'll show up and then don't show up if you're asking for stuff beforehand and planning on never coming through you're making us all look bad or you're making the entire community look sketchy and bad so let's not do that because there can be some decent people that come from this world people that are even like oh my gosh they're cute you know and, and I know you would think oh why would they be attractive you get the occasional attractive one or maybe they're attractive to you um okay so things that we're not gonna do okay when it comes to our safety we are not going to go back to their house to their hotel ever I don't care if they have a pool I don't care if they have a jacuzzi I don't care if they have three golden Labradors and they have little litters of puppies and they have kittens back at their place I want to throw this out as well do not ever let these people pick you up do not let them know where you live do not let them know the neighborhood that you are at okay you want to keep it completely anonymous for your safety i know these things would be normally shady if you were dating in high school but we're not dating in high school anymore we're dating random people who we have no idea where they are from their background their histories we only know whatever they tell us so this is completely in the name of protecting yourself you can never do too much when it comes to protecting yourself if you are in this world trying to meet your forever person which i mean to each their own i know we all have our own goals it's not going to matter to that person that you were trying to protect yourself if this is someone who is 100 percent about you and wants a future with you there is going to be so much you can get away with and that's going to be one of them if this is somebody who's being pushy to the point that you're killing aunts and uncles off in your life, yeah, that's not going to matter, okay? You can lie to that person as much as you want. They're trying to pressure you. It, you know, it's for you at that point. The big no-nos are so obvious. It's like, don't lie about having cancer. Don't lie about having any diseases. Like, that's the ones that are really going to irk somebody. If it's not for security, don't lie about it. Honestly, I think I just don't think there's ever a good reason to go back to their place or their hotel unless it's somebody that you know has a lot to lose, like somebody with an empire, okay? You could be meeting them up once a month or twice a month, maybe only over dinners. And I still, I just don't think that that's enough time, especially if you're just meeting this person. Don't pick them up at their hotel. Don't drop them off where they live. Don't go back to their house if they have a boat, this car, this house. Like no matter what it is, if you don't 100% know this person or you don't know some type of information about this person, you need to actually have genuine information about a person. Like there are just so many life experiences that you need to have with another person especially if you're just meeting somebody like randomly that you've never known before knowing them for one month not enough time for that two months still not enough time three months extremely sketchy like do it at your own risk but i'm telling you to not do it at all people are crazy human trafficking is real and if you don't know this person or you don't know their name and they have a fake id or they're just not even from your area and nobody knows them i just i wouldn't risk it even though at one point when my brain when my frontal lobe was underdeveloped i surely did i'm telling you guys not to risk it these men could be operating from rental homes rental units things that aren't actually tied down to their background information and that's where you want to be really careful it shouldn't impress you that somebody is renting something that's really lavish and nice because that could be for a day 
a week and then they could go back to whatever their actual situation is which might not be all that impressive so don't let somebody lure you to a rental unit or a really nice hotel that's something that's not even their actual day-to-day standard of living they might have a reason for why they're transient they might have excuses for why they don't have a serious legitimate property don't buy it Any man who's coming straight to you with excuses or reasons is looking for you to sympathize and to understand with him. Please remember that men like Ted Bundy preyed on women being understanding and helpful to lure his victims. So this is a situation where you're not going to want to extend that level of understanding and sympathy. And any guy who is rushing you to go check out their rental unit, their home, their jacuzzi, or who's even trying to get you to like pick them up or ride with them from these places... That's somebody who's really pushing your boundaries and they're doing what's called a compliance test. They're trying to see if they can push your boundaries. And I can promise you that if they're doing one, they're going to do one after the other. It will not end. This may be somebody that you can secure a bag or two from, but it's going to be very mentally exhausting because you are going to be constantly combating their test and their attempts to push and try your boundaries. Also, you have to watch out for them too because see how they react when they get told no or when you reject their compliance test. This is a moment where you want to be extremely observational. This is an opportunity to get to know somebody. The red flag here that you're going to want to look out for is anybody who is trying to pout, kick their feet, act sad, try to make you feel guilty for them. Anybody who tries to play on your sympathy or tries to act like they now have an attitude with you, that is somebody that is trying to manipulate you and that's not what you want to be around. So if you are a girl who's trying to secure a bag here and there, you are probably going to run into this type of individual. The main goal for me personally is to not deal with people like this. However, I have come across them. Every man on some level is going to try to see what they can or can't get away with. But anybody who's aggressive, persistent, and who's not giving you the time or space that you need after you've communicated that is somebody that I would put in the category of a John or a scammer. And it's not somebody that I would deal with in the long term and I would just write it off quickly and move on to somebody else. Also, if you are going out on these dates and meeting these people, you need to tell somebody where you are and when you're coming home. At some point, when you meet these men and you're on a date with them, they're probably going to ask, do your friends know you do this? Does your family know you do this? Does anybody know you are here with me right now? The answer that you're going to want to say is yes, yes, and yes, okay? And this is a safety thing. They need to know, especially if it's somebody who's sketchy, that you have people who will report that you are missing or that you are gone. And if they want to know what type of friends you have, guess what? You have friends who work for the news. You have friends who are police officers. You don't let them know that you just have a bunch of girls who work in retail. I mean, sure, you might have a few, but at the end of the day, they need to know that somebody's going to look for you and somebody's going to make a big deal if you're gone. When I first started doing this, this actually happened to be true for me. I did have friends in these areas of life and looking back on it, I'm really glad that I let them know that this was the case. It also speaks a lot about who your 10 surrounding people are in your world and who you let influence you. 
these men might not care about your education or where you work, but they will care if you surround yourself with losers and sketchy people because if they have something to lose, they don't want to invite that type of chaos into their life. When we hear these men say that they don't want any drama, yes, it could mean baby daddy drama, but it also means drama from girls who have no idea of how to be stable and what is actually causing instability in their life. Another thing I want to say is if they are out of state and you met them online, please do not give that person the opportunity to fly you out if they only want you to stay at their house. There are stories of women being locked in basements. There was one girl who was invited out to this situation to a guy's house to stay with him and she found out that there was another girl in the basement that he had already kept down there from coming to visit him. So... I don't care how much money they're offering you. I don't care how much they transfer you money at first. Like, do not fly out to specifically stay with them. If they are the real deal, they can send you the money and you can book the hotel. Just to delve on this topic a little bit deeper, um, on top of not going to their house right away, especially if you're just meeting them online and they want to fly you out, another really big thing is that if they are going to be okay with you staying at a hotel, you need to make sure that one, it's a hotel you actually want to be at, okay, so you pick the hotel. Two, if they are booking it for you, it's a no. You need to actually get the money for the room and you need to be able to book it yourself and put it under your own name. Same thing with the flight. You do not want these people in control of your reservations and all the things that you have set up for yourself because they can cancel it. Sometimes these men will even try to do something like put your name on top of their reservation so that way you can still check in. But if you go in there and you put your card into the deposit as somebody who's staying in the room, that guy can go around the hotel and start charging all these amenities and things that the hotel has to offer like food or spa services and you could be left with the bill or some type of dispute that you really don't want to deal with. So it is a safety issue and you can never be too safe. If this is somebody who has a problem with that or who cares more about collecting their little Hilton points, it's not a situation that you want to attach yourself to and it's not somebody who's looking out for your best interests are trying to add to your life. If anything, it shows that they're planning to be spiteful down the road. Why does this person not want you to be in control of your own reservations or want you to be safe? Think about that. Don't accept this type of offer. So quick recap, we are only going to fly out if we are booking the hotels ourselves, if we are booking our flights ourselves, and if we are getting sent the money to do so. You can let them know it is for your personal safety and security because you've heard horror stories. If this guy doesn't care about that, then he is your next horror story. And that's just what it is. So just don't put them in the position to have any control. If they want to have control, it's probably for a malicious reason. They probably are even like on some Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein-y behavior if you're meeting them online or if you've never met them before. So yeah, be aware. Same thing when it comes to cars. If they're ever going to buy you a car... Don't let them get a lease on it. Don't let them uh, be the one that has it in their name or in their title. It needs to be in your name fully. I've heard of guys who have completely revoked the vehicle. So, you know, what are you going to do? Just be without a car? No, absolutely not. So make sure you are educated on having things in your name and the circumstances that can happen when it's not in your name. I just wanna say scammers are everywhere. They're at the car dealership, they're in the Walmart parking lot, sometimes 
It's even the employee who wants you to get the credit card for the store so that their store can make more money and then you can accrue interest and debt and stuff that comes from that store maybe sometimes is helpful for you, but I'm just saying, somebody somewhere is trying to get something from you that you did not plan for yourself or they are trying to benefit from you in a way that you don't entirely benefit the most from. It's not exclusive to this world, but it definitely does attract people who do this. I'm going to take this moment to briefly talk about online dating profiles. Make sure that your profile isn't coming off as somebody who is extremely needy or somebody who's really looking to benefit from a situation with these men because you are going to attract the worst of the absolute worst. If you're using Tinder, Bumble, or any of these regular vanilla dating apps, absolutely do not put that you are looking for a sugar daddy. That's how you get banned. But even on the actual websites that cater towards this type of dating, you still don't want to put stuff out there like that. You really want to make sure that you're coming off as somebody who wants to have fun, who wants to date, who's just looking to have a good time. (laughs) Not that good of a time, but somebody who is just here because this is a world that you want to be in, not a world that you need to be in. Even if that's not true, you still want to be extremely careful how you word your profile. Anybody who thinks that you're in a position that you need them and that they're able to help you is going to be in a position to scam you. And on the topic of who gets scammed and who doesn't, did you know it's the people who think that they will absolutely never get scammed, who are too smart, who actually have really strong educational backgrounds, who get scammed the most? Yep, it's happened to me. It's happened to people that I know and it can happen to you. So please do not think that you are foolproof just because you watch some videos or just because you have some degrees. This is why it can be helpful to be a part of a sugar baby community or even to know other women who participate in this way of life because they can educate you on these types of scams or you have somebody that you can run back to and talk to about this type of thing. Another thing you're going to want to do safety wise is that if you end up in a situation where you don't want to do something, like maybe you don't want to go back to their house, maybe you don't want to kiss them, maybe you don't want to do a certain activity. You don't have to go into this big reason for why. Because let me explain it to you guys. Most of these men have done sales. And a thing that they teach men and women in sales is that when you are trying to identify what somebody's reason is for not making the purchase, you need to identify their objection and you need to be able to rebuttal it and to go around it. So what these guys are gonna do is if you tell them, Oh, I can't because I have work in the morning. Oh, so what? I have work in the morning too. Be very limited and narrow in the reasons why you're doing stuff. Or if you have to straight up lie, if you know that this is somebody that you have to straight up lie with, then do that. But for the most part, a simple, no, I'm not comfortable. These men are really wary about your comfort levels when it comes to these situations, unless they're like a total freak and they just are very like one track minded. You literally just can either sit there in silence and not answer them. Tell them you're not comfortable. There's a few different directions that you can go in if you're in this type of situation, but ultimately just know no matter who you are with or what you are doing, you do not have to be a part of that scenario. You can remove yourself whenever you need to. Especially if you're in a public setting, who cares that you're doing this? You can do whatever you need to do for you and you can set your boundary wherever you want it. You can embarrass these people 
My one thing would be, though, is to never get loud and to never make a scene. I would personally only try to embarrass somebody or shame them, you know, in a silent way. But it's really going to depend on what your outcome goal is for the scenario and what your relationship is with that person. It will warrant a different reaction depending on the case. There is no one-size-fits-all answer to these situations. One situation could call for patience, calm, and understanding and maybe just biting your tongue. While another one could call for completely walking out the restaurant. Another one could also call for you embarrassing him and shaming him. It's really going to depend on what you're dealing with, so please keep an open mind to that. Really quickly, I do want to touch on how we are going to be receiving our gifts. PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, Zelle, all good electronic choices. Primarily though, cash is king. There are some stipulations here when it comes to each app, and I'm going to run it down really quickly. One, if you're using PayPal, and you are using a personal account, they will see your first and last name. It's inevitable, unless you make a business account. However, if you make a business account, they can then request a refund if they send it to you as a business transaction. So you are going to have to have the conversation of, hey, do you mind sending it through the personal method? On PayPal, they can request a refund and they will usually side with the person who is making that request and you will be charged a charge back. So you will be in the negative. So definitely watch out for that. PayPal can also be extremely petty when it comes to suspicious activity. They will hold your funds and lock your money in that account and you will have no access to it because of this policy. So be extremely careful about not only having money uh, be sent in and out of that method, but also having an account where all that money is being kept. Take my financial advice with a grain of salt, but usually after $10,000 of deposits into your bank account is when the government gets notified. Same thing with Venmo. After $30,000 of transactions of deposits, you will get a government notification and I think even a 1099. So yes, be very, very careful and mindful. Also, Venmo will lock your account if they see any activity that they consider suspicious. It's actually better to receive and send transactions with just random emojis instead of putting an actual message of what for because those are the accounts that get locked and that get banned from the app. I don't know anybody who's been that successful. I've just heard of the stories from other women, so this is not my personal experience. This is just what I have heard from word of mouth. So if you want to know what the actual details are, I would advise that you guys look it up yourselves. Before I go back to showing myself on the screen again, I do want to talk about one of these last few scams that are out there. Watch out for men who are trying to make an employee or a personal assistant out of you. This is a really crafty way to go ahead and say that they're going to need your social security number and to acquire a lot of personal information that you would usually only give an employer. They will say they are in real estate, they will say they are lawyers, they will say that they can put you through these schools and that they will need your information for that. You do not ever have to give anybody your social security number. They will tell you that if they have you down as an employee, they'll save so much money. What they're talking about is taxes. They want to make a tax write-off out of you, or so they're claiming. Well, if that's the case, go ahead and send them that PayPal business account. They can go ahead and write you off as one of their services that they paid for as a part of their business. If that's not something that works for them, well then they're extremely shady. Also, please ask yourself, what type of man is going through sugar baby websites or shopping the 19 through 25 year old selection on Tinder looking for employees? 
he is literally setting up job interviews at this point. So yeah, it is just completely questionable and sketchy overall. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw out a side detail. If they ask you, how does your job pay you? Or, oh, do you like where you work? You should always be satisfied, okay? You should never be like, oh, I'm the best employee ever, da 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 but I like my job, I'm comfortable, it looks really cool there, it makes me feel good about myself, and it does what I need it to do. But never too good of a job, okay? It's not, it's not doing everything you need it to do, because why else would you need their help? So walk that fine line very carefully. Just because you are meeting these men and they have money or power or clout or whatever it is that they can benefit you in life from, it does not mean that you have to do what they want to do. It does not mean that you have to go where they want to go. You do not have to agree to anything that you don't like or anything that would make you mad at you at the end of the day. If they say something you don't like, you can get up and walk away. If they say something that makes you uncomfortable, you can leave a man sitting alone at a dinner table. You do not ever have to be in a situation that you don't want to be in. If you have nice girl syndrome, you are going to have to work on that or you are going to have to curate your response that you have to these people or to situations that you know trigger the nice girl in you. I am going to leave the list down below for scams, uh, from the sugar baby reddit but this is all i have to say for now this is kind of a harder topic for me to cover because i just feel like it's such a touchy it's such a touchy topic but um if you guys think that i should add any other safety things or if you guys have any other safety things or notes that you would like to add below please leave them in the comments educate us educate us with horror stories too because i think those are the ones that we learn from the most or those are the ones that help us out the most at the end of the day but uh, thank you guys so much for watching this. I appreciate everybody who has showed support to the last video. I hope that this one is not too much of a, you know, beating the dead horse, but there are some people who literally need to be told, like it's from the very beginning, or they're gonna come at me and say that I don't tell people about the scams and the negativity that's a part of this world. So yeah, there, you know, there's scams and there's negativity a part of this world, but that's a part of every world. All right, if you're still here with me after 25 minutes and you got all the way to this point and you're thinking, wow, this sounds kind of negative, this sounds stressful, this sounds hard, this doesn't sound like it's easy, that's because it's not. And everybody that I know who's in this community doesn't say that it is. This is just what I could fit into this video that I felt like were important things that would have helped me early on in the beginning of my journey. If you are lazy, this world is not going to be for you. You do have to be a psychological warfare warrior when it comes to this. And I hate that that's the way it is, but that's what we're dealing with. Um, I am only here to offer my wisdom and advice where it can help out. That, uh, that's about it. I hope you guys all have a good day. Thank you so much for watching. Go ahead and leave suggestions about what uh, topics you would like to see me cover next.